The U.S. Census Bureau reports 9.1% of all U.S. businesses are majority owned by veterans, yet only 0.5% of the population ever served in the military. Veteran-owned businesses in 2018 generated more than $1.1 trillion in revenue and employed more than 5 million people, with an average annual payroll of over $195 billion. On the surface, one could argue veteran-owned businesses have a higher-than-average success rate. What could other small business people learn from veterans who are in business? In today's episode, we are going to explore the business operations from a veteran's point of view and see if there are some nuggets we can all add to our plate. Welcome to the Business Buffet Podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. This is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes with a cursory helping of veggies. Our Business Buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the Business Buffet podcast wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the Business Buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. For today's podcast, I am enjoying the warmth and comfort of our North Idaho studio while Phil is braving the blistery winter conditions in Philadelphia. Phil has joined us via telephone. Phil, how are you doing in frigid Philly? <laughs> not that frigid. I know it's frigid in Coeur d'Alene. It's not that frigid. We've had mid-50s. In fact, when we were in ta- got into town, it was 62 degrees or something. Yikes! It, it's, been, you know, it's been fantastic. Uh, I had shorts on yesterday, and people were like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, it's not that cold. Um, yeah, mid forties, 55, but it's been very breezy. 60 degrees here right now. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not, it's not at all like what you're experiencing. It's, it's great. I've, I've loved it. Yep. But our audience, no. our audience wants to know, why is Phil in Philly? You've been sweet. You've been waiting. How long to say that? <laughs> it was, that was hard to get to, too. I'm just saying. <laughs> so why, why, but see, why can Philly be in Phil? So, still can be in Philly. No, it's, uh, yeah, with a, a whole dance troupe from Coeur d'Alene, the Blazing Divas, and they performed in the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, as we re- we record this on the day after Thanksgiving, it was the 100th anniversary of the Philadelphia Thanksgiving Day Parade. And it was a lot of fun. They're on TV. Good good times. So, you wear a skirt great, and great you, you, you march in the parade and dance with the ladies? I, with? I do not wear a skirt. Uh, I am a diva dude, Ed. <laughs> oh, I you're the Secret dude. Service dude with the sunglasses, yep. and I got your protected I, I lady. Keep the, I keep the skullduggery away from the girls. You know, people like you. I can, oh. see, you, I can see you a mile away. <laughs> it's like, well, watch that guy. Watch that guy. Well, now, for our audience, when, when Phil was guarding the ladies in the Coeur d'Alene Fourth of July parade, he walked literally six feet away from me and never saw me. So I'm not I'm sure how good focused. you are at your protecting from skullduggery. Well, yeah, but you are behind the crowd a little bit, and so there's that their barrier. It's a buffer. It's a it would be a behind the say, buffer. <laughs> 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 a lot of bees there. A lot of bees. 
<laughs> the buffer. Yeah, a lot of people in between you and and the ladies. So I, the, of course, I'm like right on the surface. I keep the ones right on the surface away from the ladies. There you go. And they, well, they do come in. I did have somebody come in in the line. I'm like, dude, you can't be there. Right. Okay. Well, now our audience for the business buffet has got to know what sort of food have you enjoyed while traveling. Well. Okay, I'm sad to say this. <clears throat> I have not had a Philly cheesesteak sandwich yet. There's uh, maybe a chance that we'll have one tomorrow before we leave for New York, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I did have, I did have a grilled cheese sandwich from Mighty Melt. It's a fancy grilled cheese place, um, and this and this place is uh, full of food places. Oh my God! I mean, I'm telling you, it's called the Hot Stepper. It had cheese and jalapeno and jalapeno sourdough and bacon. Am I making you hungry? Mm, I don't really like jalapenos. Oh, my God. You, this thing was fantastic. I I am still salivating over it. It was so wow. good. In fact, the moment we we end uh, taping this, I am going to go have some breakfast uh, upstairs here in the hotel. But that place beat milk in. No. Don't, you're going to kill us for getting a sponsor. Don't do that. No, hey, Melt is fantastic, but this is really good, and they could probably mimic this. It was fantastic. Outstanding. Really Outstanding. Yep. All right, well, before we dive in today's topic, I'd first like to mention that I am a veteran, and today's topic is near and dear to my heart. I served in the U.S. Army as a military musician stationed in Frankfurt, Germany. Note to all the parents listening. Encourage your child to take up music and inspire them to join the military as a musician. Traveling the world playing music was an amazing way to get acquainted with the real world. Also got me out of the house. The U.S. Armed Forces School of Music, absolute top notch. And the experience your child will gain will drive them towards success their entire life. Plus, you don't have to worry about them on the battlefield being shot at. The musicians were the entertainers, were the the PR branch for the military. So they don't send us to war; they send us into the war zone to entertain the, the troops. So it's a very safe field. That part aside, I'd like to point out that the military veteran of the business buffet duet is in the office while the non-veteran is oh, traveling the world on vacation. <clears throat> I'm not sure what conclusion to draw from that, Phil. Come on. It's, give me a break. How many, oh my, I can't even believe you went here. I know that you have snuck out of town from time to time. This is a soft business week. The Krispy and Kreme convention doesn't count. That was a critical <laughs> convention. <laughs> My God. That, that, wasn't, that wasn't a vacation. That was a research trip. You can't count Krispy Kreme. The Krispy Kreme convention, the business buffet buffer. I mean, this, this, oh my gosh. This is killing me. There is no conclusion to draw from this, okay? <laughs> no, none whatsoever. And look, we're still getting stuff done. So Absolutely. So in an article published by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce on November 11, 2019, Nicole Fallon wrote, quote, Military veterans are well-suited to entrepreneurship. During their time in the military, they gain a variety of skills that are essential to running a business. 
They learn to build and lead a team, solve problems quickly, and execute under immense pressure. Now, I was a musician in the Army, so nobody was shooting at me. And the quick decisions well, I had to make. Sure? Well, sure. <laughs> throw the occasional really tomato, sure? the occasional tomato or head of lettuce, but that's not oh, a bullet. Yeah, see, that's yeah. Okay, good point. Good. Yeah, point. Well the said. decisions that I had to make were more related <laughs> to pitch, tempo, and music notes on the page. So right. I would add a few things that are different to this list. What the military taught me was discipline, professionalism, mission focus, and respect. When are you going to kick in on that professionalism? Ouch. Ouch. Man. <laughs> Should I announce Sorry. the audition for a new partner? <laughs> oh, well, who's leaving? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Bill, from, from your vantage point, getting back to the topic here, what would the items Nicole and I mentioned you feel help a business flourish? Okay, so you, you mentioned, and to be serious, okay, so you mentioned discipline, right? I think discipline is huge. I, I think almost everything um, in this list is applicable, okay? Also, problem solving, right? That wasn't in the list, but I think problem solving is, is uh, something that a military experience such as you had would probably uh, come into play, right? Absolutely. Um, now, military is great, uh, and and what you did, okay, sports, right? I play a lot of sports, and I and I believe sports also, and I get in debates with people all the time. Uh, a big game, much of the same emotions you go through and the same preparation you go through in in like a a war situation with the military, and sports are very very similar. With the notable exception is <clears throat> you're not walking into a potential death trap, okay? And I absolutely get that. That's one of the reasons why I like sports even better because there's not that 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 chance of getting killed. Well, I I don't know. There was that there was that one incident near the end zone with the uh, uh, with the football player ripping off the helmet. But I digress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't say. Look, I'm sure that there are plenty of times that we have uh, quote friendly fire happen in um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in military units, but but my point is, I think that these these uh, establishments or or organizations, if you will, um, you know, uh, you work your ass off, right? They have basic training, and and I don't know if you did you go through basic training? Oh yeah, you, oh, no. okay, you went through all of that, okay. So that is also a part of it. And and there's where you get your discipline, right? They break you down and build you back up. Yep. I think sports does that same sort of thing, right? But also working as a team. So you have the discipline that is really hammered into you. It's no secret. They have uh, kids who are struggling, and they get stuck into the military by their parents. Very difficult to get back out, right? And so they're almost forced into that lifestyle. Now, there are still some that don't come out with this sort of success as you're talking about. But I think the vast majority do <clears throat> that go through the military system. And what you went through is even better because, like you said, you don't have the bullets coming at you. But you still have the development. The discipline is 
huge for me, okay? And working as a team. You have to know um, working with people around you, you can't necessarily just be you yourself. That's great, but you have to be able to work with someone for a, a bigger goal, right? Absolutely. Um, I, I have learned discipline in my business, right? Okay, I love that I I love myself a beer, uh, of course mine. But I can't, but I can't remember the last time I had a beer during the workday, right? To me, that takes a, a discipline, like on a hot day when a beer sounds really good. And if you don't have that ability to problem solve to a degree, you're in big trouble too, right? It's a skill, isn't it? It is. It is totally a skill. Yeah. So, so um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody's heard in the military saying, you know, kind of moving on here, hurry up and wait. I can speak firsthand to the truth of that statement. From the moment wait, wait, I wait. left... Hurry, yes. hurry up, hurry up. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Well, we don't want to make our audience wait. No, that's, wait. That, that, that air is bad. No, no, that's that, bad. It, it sounded better in my mind. <clears throat> so it did, ahead. it did. Sorry. Well, but from the moment I left home and arrived at the military and processing station, I literally had to run to the next waiting area. The process can be super frustrating, and the whole waiting thing is a source, I think, of road rage. No problem, rage. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. Somebody's losing their mind, beating their steering wheel to death because grandma is driving in the left lane. But yeah. I digress. Some people do not do well with waiting in business. We often have to wait for a lot of things. Waiting, I think, is a critical skill for business owners. And veterans have a unique advantage in this area. During all the waiting time I had in the military, I learned positive self-talk. Okay, not the crazy talk-to-yourself-out-loud type, but the inspirational things we say to ourselves to keep going. In the military, even as a musician, every day I was faced with obstacles that seemed to exist only to make me fail. I had to use self-positive talk to overcome those obstacles. I use that technique to this day. How about you? Do you use or how do you feel positive self-talk could help a small business owner? Well, I, so I think, first of all, the key is what you said is positive self-talk. <clears throat> self-talk in general uh, is going to really excel whatever we're going for, okay? Uh, it can talk us out of success. It can talk us into success. So I think the, the, the fact that you said positive is huge, right? And I right. think in any walk of life, <clears throat> but in business, you will face challenges. And if you're not the type of person to face those with a, I don't know, as Napoleon Hill would say, right? A positive mental attitude. You are in a, you are in big trouble, okay? Self-talk can make or break you. Um, that's why it behooves small business owners to learn the skill of positive self-talk to survive the challenges and catapult them to success. It, I just truly believe that. I, I, I forget who made the quote, but no matter whether you think you'll succeed or fail, you're right. Oh, that's, uh, was that Henry Ford? I use it. Yeah, Henry Ford is who I know. Yeah, whether you, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, either way, you're correct. You're correct. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, that, in fact, on my Facebook page, I have never taken that quote down. That is my favorite quote. You know, I, I, uh, not to provide too much information, but when I'm in the shower 
I take that self-talk out loud, and it, it's kind of my rehearsal time. You know, I'm a public speaker, and and I, I practice my speeches. So you sing them, then you'd be just singing self-talk in the shower. Well, you know, it, I, I can't imagine what my wife thinks. It is to be loved by you. She's on the other side of the door. She's listening to me talk to myself and sing to myself. I, I don't know how she stayed with me so long. <laughs> Well, you had mentioned you had mentioned the the talking out loud as being crazy. I don't even think it's crazy. If you're in the car by yourself, I mean, have at it because that actually gets it out there verbally, not just in your mind. So I don't think it's crazy at all. Um, I just needed to say that because I don't think it's a bad thing. In the shower with people around, you know, you forget the pups hear you and they're gonna like, what's going on with dad? Yeah. Well, no, wait a minute. What know. kind of shower did you have that people are around? <laughs> uh, they can hear. Bathroom right. doors are very thin. TMI, TMI. That's all right. You know, and so much another so. thing. You know, in the military, it's not a solo gig. Uh, while the stories in the movies make it seem like soldiers can take on the world by themselves, truth is we can't. We have to depend on our fellow soldiers to get the job done. I admit I did not like everyone I served with. In fact, some of them were downright assholes from hell who seemed only to exist to make my life miserable. But I counted on them to do their part so I could do mine. This experience taught me two things. First, I have to build strong human relationships to succeed in life. And second, I have to identify the people who were only going to hurt my progress and eliminate them from my life. Oops, wait, okay, maybe maybe eliminate is a bad choice of words. Yeah, I think probably not, yeah. Tell us <clears throat> how strong human relationships have helped you and your business over the years. Well, first of all, I'm glad you said human relationships, because let's, let's be honest, we have relationships with everything. But human relationships, that weeds out all the great relationships I have with, you know, my, my, my plants, uh, Izzy Dog, our two tortoises. I have great relationships but they're not human, so I'm not going to tell you about them. No, leave them uh, out. Oh, leave them out. Not even worth I mentioning. Have I have great. I already did. I have great relationship with my tools too. You have to, or they're going to like lop off a finger, right? Wow. But I really have a great relationship with tools. Just so you know that. Holy but honestly, I'm just saying. Um, but I believe this to be my strongest asset. So I would say I live on human relationships. <clears throat> but that's probably over over dramatic. Did I tell you I won Probably. the most dramatic? Did I tell you I, I won most dramatic my senior year in high school? No, no. I, really, I, I really did. It doesn't I was surprise really me. Pissed. Yeah, I was really pissed because Brett Mowry won most best sense of humor. That really irritated me. I had a lot of self talk then, but I talked myself into saying most dramatic is fantastic. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm surprised your yearbook didn't say most likely to end up in an institution. Well, it probably did the back page, but I never finished a book. Um, <laughs> now, you know, we have a, a catchphrase now that we're, like, getting into, right? But I digress. Okay. I, I won't say I won't say live, but I, I will say rely on these relationships, okay? I rely on strong human relationships. I genuinely love people, and it's those relationships <clears throat> that stay with me for years. 
my college team and roommate, uh, Kurt Knox, and I parted ways after college. But I looked him up when I started my first business because I, I, re- I remembered him wanting to be an accountant. And amazingly enough, he was. He had, he had gone into the accounting school, became an accountant, and he was my first accountant. Now we have a pretty strong uh, friendship. Based off of that, I, I don't burn bridges. I very rarely burn bridges. If this doesn't turn out well, we'll probably burn this bridge and I'll move on. But right, right, right. I, I, I digress. <laughs> well, but what about the part, you know, you've got all of these people in the world. They're just Debbie Downers. Uh, they're just negative about everything. What do you do with those people? Okay, so there's a couple things you can do. Um, if you really, if these people are really, really a part of your life and it's going to be difficult to uh, separate that relationship, then what you can do is a couple things, in my opinion. Uh, you lead by example, try to talk them up. This is when you can be a coach to somebody else, right? But, but these Debbie Downers tend to never get out of their own way, right? It's always looking at the negative, never looking at the positive. Honestly, just be around them as seldom as you have to. And if they're not family and, and people you have to be around all the time, just respectfully be busy when when they want to do something. It's like, I, I wish I could, but I can't. It's okay to do that. You do not need to expose yourself to that uh, type of personality all the time. If you can help them, great. If you can't, you know, you can't help everybody in the world, but they will bring you down. Oh, yeah. That's I, what I their last to, name is. Yeah. That's right. Bring me down. I, I had this one friend, and he was a, he's a nice guy. I, I don't want to mention his name because he might be listening. Uh, <clears throat> but he, he was a great guy. I, I, I liked him in college. We were, we were good friends. And, and then I noticed when we would go out for coffee or go out to lunch, everything was on the negative. So-and-so did this to me, and they're a jerk. And, and this, my life isn't doing well, and I'm sick. And, and just everything was negative. And, and I found myself, when talking with my wife, oh, yes, yeah, so-and-so, you know, he broke his leg, or so-and-so mm-hmm. lost his job. And before long, it's like this negative life of this other guy that just got dumped on me. And I finally said, so-and-so's got to go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just I I'm too happy a person. To me, life is is a moment to be enjoyed every single time. I well, it is, motto, and it is a choice, right? It is. So well, go it's, ahead and give your motto. Give your motto because I don't want you to lose that. I know. No, no, no. You know, you, Phil has heard this a hundred times. Anybody who's been been around me the last five years, they hear me say this all the time. To me, my motto is seen, not viewed. Every day that I get to wake up is a gift from God, and mm-hmm. I I live it accordingly. And and it's a choice, right? I mean, it is a choice. It is. If you choose to allow yourself to be drug into the dirt with these people that only think about negative, then you are losing out on the best things in life. Yep. And you so, do realize, if, you, if you're talking about the self-talk, mm-hmm. you tell yourself over and over again, and you may not believe it at the front end, but the more you tell yourself that, the more you start believing it, and then you achieve that. I, it yeah. just, it just is. It is. Yeah. It is. So wrapping up, <laughs> in business, discipline is critical in our path to success. It will challenge us every step of the way, but discipline will keep you going. Small business owners are forced to be mission focused and professional at all times. 
positive at all times, self- Ed. At, at all, all times, Ed. Well, okay. <laughs> that might be the hardest one for me, but... <laughs> so you're going to have to take these notes to task. Well, we'll talk about a time when my professionalism was a little questionable in a future episode. I'll make note of that one. Positive self-talk is the key to success. Build relationships with people who help you in your mission. Distance yourself from people who hurt your mission. Progress. And by the way, by the way, we we kid back and forth, but this is I'm joking when I say these things about you. It's like eighty percent it is a joke, and uh, so yeah, I, I'm always gonna be pumping you up because of course, I, yeah. yeah. Well, that I mean, I make fun of the fact that you have no hair. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I have a lot of hair on my back, so I got that going for me. GMI, GMI. <laughs> you talked about the shower. Yeah. Let me save us. You got a quote of the day? Yes, I do. Uh, from Andre uh, Morris. We're going to go with that. Business. Now, look how I did this. This is woven into our discussion today. Business is a combination of war and sport. Oh, and that is well very done. true. Very well true. done. Well done. Well, hey, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit us, businessbuffet.pages. Tell your friends, share the story, and go have some good business. Thank you for listening to today's Business Buffet podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business. <laughs>